This podcast is for you if you are ready for a change, a shift, a transformation in your life about your money. Whatever your path has been, the good, the bad, and the ugly, you're ready to stop fighting yourself, to have more fun, to do more of what you want to do, and be more of who you are meant to be, to become a maven. So let's get started. My name is Melissa Paul, and I'll be your host. Welcome to Dear Money Maven. Sometimes big things in our lives show up and cause us to change abruptly. And sometimes it's small moments that turn into big moments. When I was in a really stressed situation with my money several, several years ago now, feeling completely overwhelmed and obsessed about it, it followed me around in my sleep and my waking hours and I fretted and, you know, tried to crunch numbers and think my way out of it and nothing seemed to be working. And then I got off the phone one day with a customer service agent from uh, one of the credit cards that I had for a business that I was no longer running. And I burst into tears. I had just hit my wall. And so for me, it was one of those small moments, normally having a conversation with a customer service agent isn't something that's going to change your life or bring you to your knees, but this was different for me. Through those tears, I drew a line in the sand in my own life, and I knew that something had to change. I could not keep going, doing the same things, and wanting different results, desperately needing different results, but not having a way out of it. And after that phone call, I was doubled down on my commitment to finding a different way to manage my money. One that allowed me to make progress and get out of the situation that I was in, but that wasn't going to overwhelm me with a bazillion points of data that I needed to be tending to because the way that traditional budgeting, it just didn't work for me. I was trying over and over and over and I just couldn't see how it was going to get me out of the position that I was in. When was I ever going to feel better? That's what I felt just totally overwhelmed with that day is when does this get better? I'm working my tail off and I can't have it feel this hard and this overwhelming and this defeating and then go out into my life with a smile on my face and act like the stress isn't there behind me. And so I dove in and I read all sorts of different books and, you know, and, and cobbled together a slightly different strategy that was a lot easier than the way that I had been managing my money in the past because I needed just a drastic change. What I didn't know at that time was that I was planting the seeds of the concept that I now call unbudgeting that I've been sharing with you. I didn't see at that time that it would grow into something that I could teach to other people and guide them through it. I was, like a lot of people, stuck in isolation in my struggle. 
I was embarrassed. I was ashamed. I didn't know who to talk to about the challenges that I was facing because I thought that people had it all figured out. And maybe I was struggling with this because I just didn't, couldn't put something together that everybody else had put together. I know now that's not true. Absolutely. That we all end up wandering around on our own islands, suffering needlessly alone when we need to come together and have better conversations about this, because this is a shared struggle. So out of that moment, that small moment in time, when I dried my tears and created this, I planted the seeds for things that I'm sharing with you right now. And that system, the very beginning of that system, rescued me from myself. And I created a huge amount of change in my life. And all those little financial wins along the way turned things around for me and allowed me to feel empowered and in control and confident in my money in a way that I hadn't um, ever experienced before. And I, to this day, manage my money with the system that I teach. I've said this to you multiple times on these podcasts. I don't teach anything that I have not vetted and practiced myself. I am my first student, for sure. And now that I have been practicing unbudgeting in my money for probably eight years, almost a decade, I would say, I have had the chance to see what it has impacted in the rest of my life. And there are three things that I wanted to share with you today because I think they're really good reflections and I want you to understand that if you're in that space where you're looking to make a change and you're feeling frustrated and overwhelmed, it's not going to take a lot of shift in what you're doing and you will start feeling benefits that are going to return to you a greater investment than you're actually putting in. The first lesson that I have learned by practicing my money this way is the importance of healthy boundaries. I know it specifically in my money. I talk about healthy boundaries and unbudgeting because we don't do a bazillion complicated categories. We break things down into these healthy buckets, but then we have to stand at the gate. We have to honor our own boundaries. And this is true in life as it is in our money. And I love seeing the correlation. I love seeing a practice that I implement in my life start taking root and flowering in other areas. And the practice of identifying a boundary that I have and then honoring it has been life-changing. I see it in different areas of my life. I see it personally where I will recognize when I may be overcommitting to something with my schedule. I'm a person that tries to pack 10 things into a three thing day on the regular. I'm crazy with the amount of stuff that I want to get done and the energy that I bring to things, knowing when I look at it that I shouldn't overfill my schedule. I need to draw things back. And when I see things and I'm like, that's a boundary that I do not want to cross myself or have anybody else cross. And so I have recognized these areas in my life where I need to step up and create some boundaries and say, like, that's enough. I need to step back from that. 
I need to not engage further in that conversation because it's going to frustrate me. You know, politics is a topic that I just don't enjoy. And when people start digging into that conversation, it's a boundary with me. I know personally, I'm not going to enjoy the conversation. Whether I agree with them or not, it's just topics that I find too divisive. And um, I always end up feeling anxious and stressed out. So for me, I know that that is a boundary that I need to honor. And so I recognize it now and I can see it. (laughs) So I remind myself. Honor those boundaries, Melissa. You will be a happier, healthier person. You will be better for everyone. So that is the first lesson. Unbudgeting taught me the benefit of recognizing and honoring boundaries in my money and in my life. Number one. Number two lesson that unbudgeting has taught me in my life is that fun is not optional. It is fuel. Fun is the first thing that gets cut from our schedules and our money because it feels optional. Well, I can always work a little harder and I can always put that off and I should be doing this and I shouldn't be doing that and blah, 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 on and on and on. But here's the thing. Fun is what actually puts color in our lives. It's what fills us back up. It's what restores us to the person that we could be. And it doesn't have to be big and elaborate. It doesn't have to be a week, uh, you know, in the Riviera. Sometimes, especially in the deep, dark winters that I experience in Minnesota, I need to take a Wednesday afternoon and go walk through the Art Institute and just be immersed in color and art and let my mind wander. I need to unplug, go completely analog, and get my art on. It fills me up. It allows me to relax. It's play. It's the same thing when you're like around kids and they're like ridiculous and you're laughing your head off because you're being an idiot and you're like, why don't I do this more often? Why don't I dance more often? Why don't I insert fun activity here? It's because we think it's optional. We think as grown-ups, we don't need it. And I got to tell you, I probably need more fun now (laughs) than I did when I was a kid. Fun is not optional. It is fuel. I put it in my money. I teach it because it is important for us to account for it, create those healthy boundaries around it so we don't overspend in that category, but give ourselves permission to have fun without guilt. I've seen how this has transformed my money and the people that I work with because it gives you the fuel that you need to keep going with the plan. And as in money in my life, I have seen that when I invest in fun and I create healthy boundaries around it, it doesn't have to be fun all the time, but when I invest in fun and I allow myself to just relax and chill out, connect with the people that I love and adore, wander through some art, take your shoes off, walk through the grass or the sand, that I am a better human on the other side of it. It's fuel for my life. It's not optional. I need it. And I recommend you look at that too. And the third thing, and this is a philosophy now and a practice is looking at my spending as investing. 
oftentimes we just look at investing as investing, investing in the stock market, investing in our IRA, investing in index funds, investing in this, a savings account, that sort of thing. But I started several years ago looking at investing in fun, investing in whatever I would call spending. If I swapped that word in my mind, it made me pause and be more mindful about what I was about to do because it makes me think about what it's ultimately giving me. We can go through and we can just spend money and we don't really think sometimes what it's giving us. We think we're buying a cup of coffee, but maybe what we're ultimately investing in is a break from our day, some quiet, time to read a book, time to sit down and connect with a friend. So the systems out there that start guilting us and beating us over the head with the like, don't have another latte. I'm like, you know what? Sometimes the latte is not about the coffee that you're drinking. Sometimes it's about the experience that you're having. And I just want to scream when I see these like aggressive, guilt-ridden, shaming articles that make us all feel like we're all a bunch of idiots forever eating out or forever spending $5 on a latte. Well, I got to tell you, if I'm investing in peace of mind with that $5 latte, the ROI, the return on investment back to me is much greater than the caffeine. It's a break in the day. It's a break from the kids. It's a break from the dogs. It's a break from work. It's a way to clear your mind. That is an investment that is worthy of the $5. So now that swap in my language, thinking about spending as investing, has become a philosophy and a practice for me. I also think about it with my time. Am I investing my time in the right areas? Recently, I was at the end of a particularly harried week. See my earlier notes about packing 10 things into a three-thing day. And it was sunny out, and I'm sitting in my garden in the sun, and I was getting ready to go to yoga. And I love my yoga practice. It gives me a huge amount of mental and physical benefit. And I was looking forward to getting into this class with one of my favorite teachers, but I'm sitting out in the sunshine and I'm thinking, I can't do one more thing. I just need to sit in the sunshine. I can not do one more thing. I knew that my investment of time, even though I was only going to be gone for, you know, it would be like 90 minutes. I just couldn't tear myself away. I knew it was going to be cloudy for the next week And I just needed to fill myself up with that solar power. And so I decided to invest my time differently. And I canceled the yoga class and I sat in my garden and soaked up some of that sunshine. And the next week I saw my yoga instructor and I was telling her this, you know, that I really wanted to get to your class for us Friday and I was just maxed out. And she said, Melissa, that's an advanced yoga practice. (laughs) Knowing when you've done too much 
so that you can just sit, invest your time in what is going to fill you back up. And sometimes the things that fill you up aren't the right things in that moment. Sometimes doing more is actually doing less and sometimes doing less creates more. So I think about investing in different ways also now. I invest in experiences. I invest in items that bring me joy. I invest in peace of mind. I think about how I spend my time through that lens also. So this little money practice that I had, which was basically a brain hack in order to connect me to my spending in a way that I hadn't been before, thinking things through, being more mindful about what I'm getting out of something and making sure that it was on track and meeting my goals and my values and all of those important things. But now, as in my money, in my life, I also see how that little brain hack and thinking about it's not spending time, I'm investing my time. And so it helps me make better decisions with my time because sometimes you're going to find the same thing is true. You need to just sit in your garden and soak up some sun. You can't do one more thing. You will be a better human on the other end of that time if you allow yourself to just relax a bit and fill up. So I hope you have gone to my website and downloaded my ebook because it talks about the whole unbudgeting system and you could get started on implementing that in your money today. And then over time, you're going to create your own lessons out of it. But for me, honoring boundaries, knowing that fun is fuel and it is not optional, and thinking about investing versus spending has changed my life in really, really interesting and profound ways. You may have the same experience and the same lessons, and you're going to also have a whole bunch that are different. And I want to hear about all of them, the good, the bad, the challenges, the ups and the downs, the little wins and the big victories. I want to hear about all of it. So if you haven't, go download the ebook at melissapaul.com and share your stories with me on my Facebook page. You'll get information about it there. Thank you for taking the time today to invest in yourself and take a pause, investing your time in yourself because you are worthy, you are doing a great job, and we got this. Thanks for listening. Hey, it's Melissa here, and I have a gift for you. I have an ebook called How to Manage Your Money Without Budgeting, and I'd like to give it to you. Head over to melissapaul.com. That's M-E-L-I-S-S-A-P-A-H-L.com and download your copy. It'll probably take you only 15 or 20 minutes to read the whole thing. And at the end, you will have a complete understanding of this whole system that I talk about in this podcast. I think you're going to find it really valuable and I'm really excited to share it with you. So head over to melissapaul.com and download your copy today. Thanks.